Good morning. It's Tommy Hayes. I'm so glad you're with me today for Morning by Morning, July 27, 2020. This is called The Time of Darkness and Despair Will Not Go On Forever. Good morning, Lord Jesus. Put your thoughts in my mind and your desires in my heart to lead my steps in your ways today. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit of God. This morning the scripture came to mind from Isaiah 9-1. Nevertheless, that time of darkness and despair will not go on forever. Thank you, Lord. In these days of darkness and despair, violence and vengeance, sickness and sorrow, where things seem out of control and people seem out of their minds, so many wonder if there's light at the end of this tunnel. So many wonder if there's any hope to hang on to. It was the same in the days of Israel when you spoke a word of hope through your prophet Isaiah. At a time when the people could see only distress and darkness, the gloom of anguish, Isaiah 8.22. You spoke words of spirit and life to turn their hearts to the one who would come in his light in the midst of their darkness and shine his hope in the gloom of their despair. Their time of darkness and despair would not go on forever, Isaiah 9.1. The people who walk in darkness will see a great light. For those who live in a land of deep darkness, a light will shine. You will enlarge the nation of Israel and its people will rejoice. They will rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest and like warriors dividing the plunder. For you will break the yoke of their slavery and lift the heavy burden from their shoulders. You will break the oppressor's rod just as you did when you destroyed the army of Midian. The boots of the warrior and uniforms bloodstained by war will all be burned. They will be fuel for the fire. Isaiah 9, verses 2 to 5. Isaiah was speaking of the coming of Christ, the Messiah of Israel, the coming of the one who would be their light and be their hope, and they would rejoice at the harvest of their salvation. As he went on to prophesy in Isaiah 9, 3, verses 7, uh, verses 3 to 7, for a child is born to us. A son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His government and its peace will never end. He will rule with fairness and justice from the throne of his ancestor David for all eternity. The passionate commitment of the Lord of Heaven's armies will make this happen. Isaiah 9, verses 3 to 7. This was a word of prophecy fulfilled in part at your first coming and a word of prophecy to be ultimately fulfilled at your second coming. 1 Thessalonians 4, 16. Revelation 19, verses 11 to 16. And it's also a word of prophecy being fulfilled in our hearts, in our land, every moment we humble ourselves in your sight to pray and to turn from our ways and everything that would overwhelm us in our world, to call on your name and cry out for the help and hope that only you can provide. Second Chronicles 7.14 and James 4 verse 10. So in repentance and prayer, in faith and hope, we call on your name and cry out to you on behalf of all our communities in all our land. Come, Lord Jesus, come in revival, come in awakening, come in our hearts and our communities and all our land. You're the light at the end of this tunnel. You're the hope that lifts us up out of darkness and despair. It will not go on forever. 
A great revival, a great harvest of salvation is on its way in the hearts of all who will call on your name. Matthew 13, verse 39. For all who call on the name of the Lord will be saved. Romans 10, 13. Acts 2, verse 21. In Jesus' name I pray. Father God, I join with this one in prayer right now, praying for that great revival in our hearts, our community, and in all our land as we turn to you and call on your name. Thank you, God, that this darkness and despair will not last forever, for our King is coming soon. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, my friend. You have a great day.